welcome back to Afros and Combos. Hello. Hey, hey y'all. Hello, everyone. Whoa. What was that basic level? I think I want what? a new. I want. I want a new intro. I'm over the. Girl, will well, you make up your mind? My God. So you could change you know, it. Stay tuned. Something else will be coming. <laughs> this girl said, "Stay tuned." Okay. All right. Uh, like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social media at Afros and Convos on IG. Check out the webs. No, email us at Afros and Convos at gmail.com. Check out the website www dot ifrozencombos.com now before we get started want to announce something mm-hmm. we are going to test next week not this week next week not this week next week <laughs> we're going to test out a new format for the podcast so instead of one long form podcast to where we break out the news in the first half and um a topic of choice in the second half, we are going to do two episodes in a week where the first episode that comes out will be on the news and the second episode that comes out midweek sometime will be uh, the topic at hand. So we are coming to you twice a week. Fancy, fancy. All right. right. We heard your feedback and we are coming to you twice a week. All right. Now, how's everybody doing? I'm doing great. I as well am doing great. Quite blessed. <laughs> what is that? I'm doing Cookie, how you doing? You know, I am scratching and surviving. Scrap. Good times. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. It's real mm-hmm. out here. It's real, real out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's jump into the news segment. Do we have any news that we would like to share? I do have news, and I also have um, information moving forward. So moving forward, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a series that's gonna be my news is gonna be Black women inventors, and that's what my mm. news is gonna be because it's oh, you too start you starting your own series my own series in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> no, I think she's trying to say show. Exactly. What it sounds like. No, we, 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 we a spin-off. No, I'm saying my movie. We over here all in the family. She the Jefferson. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. Me, so she, she a different world. That's what she is. Are y'all done? Are you done? Can I talk now? Cool. I'm saying my news is gonna be themed because it's too heavy out here, and I'm not. I'm. I just can't. So I'm just gonna keep it a little streamlined. That's my news. Keep it themed. But before we get to that point today, I got two pieces of news. The first is shout out to Bozema St. John, who just, well, she didn't just, about a week or two ago, she became named the chief marketing officer at Netflix, making her the first black C-level exec at Netflix. Uh, If you don't know who Bozema St. John is, she's a boss. Um, She's coming from um, Endeavor, which was, uh, which is like a, a sports and entertainment like giant. And she, before that, she was like the head of global consumer marketing at Apple Music. And she's also worked with Pepsi Cola um, and just been head of music and entertainment marketing group. So she's like the go-to for marketing. Um, and it's this amazing um, Ghanaian woman who is just blazing trails for the marketing world for Black women. So shout out to her. Um, my other piece of news is... 
Um, there's been a lot going around about, have y'all heard about the um, case with Vanessa Gillen? I think I'm pronouncing her name right. That mm -hmm. uh, the young lady um, that was killed in April in Fort Hood. Oh, yes. So mm -hmm. for those who don't know, Vanessa Gillen was um, at Fort, that's Fort Hood is the army, right? That's army? Yes. So mm -hmm. yes, in, in April, she, um, after she had, told her fan form her family that she was sexually assaulted by a lieutenant um, series of events happened. She was, she felt she was too afraid to say anything to the command and report it. Um, and um, as a result of that, and just being constantly harassed, she ended up going missing. And for the longest time, there was no investigation. Her family was fighting to get, you know, some form of information about the situation Um um, they were very concerned about how the army was handling it and basically not dealing with the issue at hand. Um, but her body was found, um, unfortunately, recently. And um, there is a Texas woman who was arraigned along with she's being arraigned on three counts of conspiracy in federal court in Waco for her and her boyfriend. Um, her boyfriend apparently is the one who killed Vanessa. and. Um, asked her to help him bury the body. So in the process of the, you know, cops like coming after the boyfriend, he committed suicide and took his own life in Ju on July 1st. Um, his girlfriend is currently in jail. They just recently, but she was denied. I think she was denied bail, but she's currently in jail um, and we're hoping to see justice serve in this whole case with Vanessa because it's been something her family has been fighting for um, since April. So um, just wanted to bring some light to that, hoping and praying that, you know, justice is served and her family is able to get closer concerning this case. And unfortunately, a lot of cases like this in the military of specifically women being sexually harassed um, disappearance of women um, and even some men in the military when it being covered up. So, so, so the dude that killed her, did he have something to do with the military? Well, he was no. a random, like she had this going on, but then she was just randomly killed by this other dude. No, the dude was, he was an army specialist. He was a specialist? What was that rank? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember what she was. Yeah, I don't remember. But he apparently hit her in the head with a hammer. So he was like oh. trying to take her out. Yeah. Oh, wow. So hopefully we get some justice for Vanessa and her family. So you starting with the inventors next week? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, Would you okay. like for me to you want me to start this week? No, it's okay. You, I just okay. thought you was going to talk about some adventures and then you dropped this heavy bomb and I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I mean, this, the case with Vanessa isn't new. It's just, unfortunately, there's so much going on in the news with, with cases like this. It's just now getting to be able to talk about it. So I just didn't want to miss talking about it. I appreciate yeah. that. No <clears throat> I have some news. All right. Anything else? Go for it. Y'all heard Magnus Stallion got shot. 
<laughs> the way you said it, you live news. So y'all heard it, baby, Stanley. Yeah. Yeah, I heard this it. multiple times. Multiple times since I heard. I heard. It's crazy. She, she um, was going to I don't know. Last I thought she was in the oh, Instagram in the pool. Y'all know what Black Twitter is attributed it to? What? The the Kardashian curse. I was going to say, literally, last time I saw her, she was in a pool kicking it with Kylie Jenner. And then next thing I know, I see this building got shot multiple times. What? There's a such thing as a Kardashian curse? What? You ain't heard that? Nah. How every single man that they get with, like, you know what? Lamar Odom fell off hard. And Uh, what else happened? What? What? Oh, and, um, Kanye. Him him married first. Well, no, second. Chris Humphreys. Yeah, him. He was already lame, so. And then, um. Oh, and then what's the. Uh, what's the Bruce dude that she was? What's the dude she was with before that played football? Reggie Bush. Oh, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Oh, and no. then, oh she yeah. was His career fell off hard. Yeah. Ah mm-hmm. oh, man. And then it was another basketball player that Chloe was dating, wasn't it? James oh, Harden. Like, James Harden. Oh, his. I mean, but nothing happened to him, did it? Yeah, nothing happened no. to him. I think but he, he got cut. Up, but he cut her loose kind of quick, though. Yeah, he got out. Yeah. 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 Oh wow! So that that that's the Kardashian curse. When you go through and you look at everybody that they've dated, and like the minute that they start with them, it's like something happens. Wow! Hmm. Yeah. And then literally, she's her and in the uh, what, who, the rap. She was with somebody else. What's the rapper's name? I can't think of his name. Oh, uh, Tory Lanez. Yes. Okay, Tory Lanez. So yeah, not okay. But so I was literally just seeing on the shade room that they were saying I don't know if they're saying that he's involved in the shooting or yeah. if he's the one that did the shooting. Yeah, they're yeah, accusing him of it because it was in the car and it was only three of them in the car. I don't know. I don't know. But that that was very interesting. I was because when I saw that, my first thought was, "What? Last time I saw her, she was in the pool with Kylie, and now she got shot." And then I was thinking, I feel like a lot of these celebrities be out here, not talking about Megan, but more so about Kylie. But they want this life. They want to be around these certain people. But are you ready for what really yeah. comes with that? Because these people be talking about these lives that they real life be living sometimes. And it may be cute to be out here with these people till bullets start flying. And then you probably yes, like, oh, yeah. no, nah, I don't think I'm, I'm really about this life. Go <laughs> find me a Drake or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, that's wild. That's all you got, Dre? Mm-hmm. I got a little news, just a little bit, in the spirit of blackness. I don't know if you guys saw um, in Bristol, England, last month they toppled over this bronze statue of Edward Colston, who was a was a slave trader, mm-hmm. and so they replaced mm-hmm. the statue with one of the protesters. Mm-hmm. Her name was oh. Jen Reed, and she lived, got her you know black power fist up. I thought, oh, that wow, was mm-hmm. yeah, I was just like, and it's on. dope too. It's so it good. Is. Black why did they? Why did they choose her? 
I think after they toppled it down, she was the one like, yeah, like they happened to be standing there and they took happened to take a picture of her and was just like, hey, let's make this a sculpture but to replace wow. the foolishness that was here. Wow, that's wow. Yeah, pretty dope. I was like, come on, yeah. come on, England. Yeah. That's mm. all I got. Cookie, what you got? Well, I got a little something, something. It is more fun than anything. But uh, <clears throat> apparently, uh, Mr. West has oh. filed a document with the FEC. What? That seemingly confirms that he's moving forward with his 2020 bid for president. I thought he was true. He dropped out. He dropped out. That's what people are saying, but has he tweeted himself to say that he dropped out the way oh, that he I, tweeted that uh, he was running? I forgot that Twitter is the official mm-hmm. means by which to enter a presidential so, election. <laughs> <laughs> right. So he um, he has filed papers to say that he's right. Well, he um, listed Kanye 2020 as his uh, organization's name. <laughs> Um, wow. His party affiliation is the birthday party. He for real put that. What? He for yeah, real put that. that. Yeah, it's BDY. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. The bir- the birthday party. Because, because right, oh, go ahead. Because when he wins, it's everybody's birthday. So, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, there are rumors and conversation around, you know, people who are close to him are saying that he's going back and forth as to whether or not he's um, going to move forward. There are people who say that he has uh, uh, he has advocates who are trying to get him on ballots in a couple states, but then there are people that say then he's like, oh, no, I'm not going to run. And, you know, I, who knows? But I wanted to draw attention to the fact that one chance the rapper <laughs> came out on Twitter mm. and apparently after listening to a song by the one and only Mr. West Kanye 2020 um, tweeted in response to that song saying something along the lines of and y'all want me to vote for Joe Biden something along those lines like Basically, like this song is the shit. Like they poured his heart into this song. I don't know, but he said, and hey, y'all want me to vote for Joe Biden. To which he was um lit up, as we say, <laughs> by the black Twitter sphere, who kindly told him, nigga, you tripping. <laughs> Um, are you kidding me? And so he he went back and forth with several people arguing back and forth as to why he was not excited about Joe Biden and all of this stuff. And I think we all as a collective understand that we are not excited about Joe Biden. But the reality of the situation is what is Kanye gonna do? Yeah. I, I mean... What is Kanye going to do? And and he finally backed up and said, you know what? I realized the error of my ways when the one and only 
I, you know, I have some choice words for this man, but I'm going to keep them to myself. Terry Crews came oh, and God. said he understands what Chance is going through. <laughs> Terry Crews tweeted and said, uh, let me see what he say. He said something about this is what happens. You know, people are going to attack you when, you know, you think for yourself, basically. And he understands because basically he's been he thinking for himself and he's been hung out to dry and all this other shit. And then uh, Chance recanted all that he said and said, I do not accept my endorsement from Terry Crews. <laughs> like, he was like, I take back everything I say. I now realize the error of my ways. I do not accept what Terry Crews is giving me. That is what it took for this man to back down and be like, yo, I, you know, I understand that, you know, he, the the realization behind him will, winning is unrealistic. He said, this is what he said. Okay, sprinting down the hill now. I understand the improbability of Ye winning the 46th presidential seat, and I understand that everyone voting for Biden isn't necessarily doing so enthusiastically. I am for Black liberation and do not accept my recent endorsement from Terry Crews. That's what he said. <laughs> I have so wow. many questions. <laughs> we don't Terry, Terry, Crews, Terry Crews' response said, never endorsed you, bro. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but again people are going back and forth with this man like people are going back and forth with chance for like hours and it was constantly like are you more pro-biden are you anti-gay like what and why is that maybe we need to discuss why it is it no nigga we we pro getting this nigga who's in office out of office like i don't understand what you talk and yay can't do that Exactly. He cannot do that. And you actually telling people to vote for him is making that less likely. Exactly. I just mm. so I don't know. You know, it it's interesting. It's like literally, wow. This this was an actual conversation for like hours. Yeah. Wow. Hours. The, wow. the one thing Kanye not gonna do is win. honestly you telling people to vote for him is fruitless like honestly he even if he well not to say that he's not serious he might be you know him and kim out there knitting up campaign t-shirts at their house i don't know what they're doing (laughs) but even if he's wholeheartedly serious, homie, the election is in like a few minutes. What? Yeah. Why are you decide to start doing this right now? Yeah. Like, it, and then you going out and telling people to vote for him? Like, what? Yeah. I just want to know what album he was listening to. Was it College yes. Dropout? Like, what, what? What line is so profound that you say, "Let's make this man leader of the free world"? I think it was his last song he just dropped. Yeah, so it was a song that he just dropped. And I think, so yes, I'm looking at the tweet now. Yay, Kanye tweeted um, the, I don't know if it's a video, but I see the thing to play the song. And it says, in loving memory of my incredible mother on her birthday, my mom (laughs) recited KRS-One lyrics. This song is called Donda. So he tweeted that on what Monday like Monday morning and Chance 
retweet like or uh, copied that tweet and said and y'all out here trying to convince me to vote for biden so basically whatever he heard in that song was so profound that he's like this is, it probably was speaking on some black liberation and all this other stuff that you know whatever whatever and he's just like basically what because i didn't listen to the song and he's like you know i after listening to that i'm voting for yay and then he got as we say lit up <laughs> <laughs> so yeah mm-hmm. that was interesting mm-hmm. anything else we got we want to share nah Oh yeah, my mayor out here getting sued. You know, it's okay. Oh, yeah, by, by uh, your governor. <laughs> by, by by her governor. By by her executive in in chief. She is being sued for what? Because she wants us to wear masks. And, and he doesn't want y'all to wear masks. Yeah, girl. He, he has. Oh, yeah. She says he encourages you to wear a mask, but she doesn't have the right to mandate you to wear a mask. Yeah, because he done issued an uh, order that say. They, they can't do that. <laughs> so she Your governor like, is Kemp, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, we, we gonna do that. And he said, well, we going to court. And wow. he sued us. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, and That's I saw um, Cuomo is sending um, yep. relief efforts to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Because we need it. Mm-hmm. If this was a movie, y'all, this would be really good. But the fact that we're living it, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. So, y'all. Well, Keisha, keep your head up. (laughs) Keisha, keep your head up. We know what you're doing, sis. You like free Keisha. Like, she got locked up or something. All right, any final thoughts we got in the news segment? No. All right, we're going to go, and we will be right back. All right, and we're back. All right, well, obviously, we left out a very key piece of entertainment news because we are going to use it to jumpstart our conversation for this evening. So, Will and Jada have confirmed that Jada was knocking boots with August. (laughs) As I suspected, she was knocking the boots with one August Alcina. She took herself to the red table and they had a discussion and... Um, you know, we wanted to use this as an opportunity to, you know, we, we've had a relationship, uh, series, but you know, you always talk about everybody's in relationships with each other. We are in relationship, you know, it's always a, um, one relationships evolve over time. And it is something that you are in lifelong, whether they are friendships, they are marriages, um, whatever. So it's always a good time to talk about relationships and what better time to talk about it than when celebrities got some relationship met. So <laughs> here we are. So um, <clears throat> first and foremost, I wanted to ask y'all, did anything stand out 
from their uh whatever you want to call it i don't know what that was that it was it wasn't no interview it wasn't no real red i don't know what it was was. so was there anything in particular that stood out to y'all that y'all wanted to draw attention to I mean, I, there was so much. So much. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know so even much. know where to begin. Like, but for it to have been twelve minutes, it was just so much. I mean, I'll state the obvious. When she says she got into an entanglement with that man, and an entanglement, and when was like an entanglement, and she like, yeah, he was like, nah, it was a little more than that. I, my first thought when she said that was like. Oh, you're disrespectful. Cause this man was talking about how in love he was with you and how no, you know, was a she's absolutely disrespectful. I mean, mm-hmm. like he over here just pouring his heart at you, and I believe him. I believe August. I believe she's either she sold him a pipe dream or something. Hey, you gonna come on here and just call this joint an entanglement? Years worth of entanglement? I was flabbergasted. It, it I'm not. And you really? know why I'm not? Because you made it very clear that this man came not just to you, but came to your family because he was vulnerable. He Mm. needed help uh, both physically and mentally. He needed healing. And your family was supposed to be a safe refuge for him to be able to receive those things. You self-proclaimed were healing him. Mm-hmm. Yet somehow you end up in a relationship with him. There well, is a reason that sexual healing. <laughs> no, no, there is a reason why counselors and psychologists are not allowed to be in relationships with their patients. Yep. Like yep. when someone comes to you in a vulnerable state and you enter into a relationship with them, that's extremely manipulative. And yep. I think if we looked at this, if 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 Jada was Will mm-hmm. and August was some what Shit. at the time what 22 year old woman yep. coming to their family because she done had a hard time and she looking for help and then it come out that Will done been sleeping with her I think that the reaction would have been very different 100% yep Absolutely. so I mean it, it, and even throughout the whole thing she was very much so about I just healed so much and I grew so much and it wasn't a transgression because I learned so much and I am me and I am me. And I'm like, but if you set out to help this man and apparently something happened and he completely cut off contact with you, do do you really think he was successful in that? Like, did you help make him better or not? Because I think you probably got some issues as a result of y'all relationship. She definitely used them, one hundred percent. I just yeah. Made it. Quite, quite frankly, I will say, like I, um, I think, um, I think yeah, the conversation because I, I've um, been privy to um, several conversations regarding this situation, and every conversation that I have been privy to, been in a part of, or whatever, have all held Jada to such a high st- like to the standard that she should be held at. And quite frankly, um, looking at her as predatory because she is. Mm. But then when I get on 
social media and scroll through and see conversations about, you know, just general people who I'm not engaging with. They're, they are basically saying like, August was grown and da, 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 and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, yeah, he was, but he specifically said, and she also specifically says that he was in a vulnerable space. Mm -hmm. So yes, he's grown, but he's coming to her for something that's completely not like trying to, to, to heal himself or whatever it was that Jada communicated to him that she could be of service for him. And she took advantage of that and she pounced on that and she is predatory. Like, Period. Like at the end of the day, she she was very predatory. Yeah. And I think that um shying away from that and 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 not calling her for what she is and what she was at that moment only furthers the the narrative of um you know over sexualizing young black boys. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I get that he was an adult, like in, in the legal sense of, of an adult. She, what she did was not illegal, but mm-hmm. it was immoral. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like when we const like when I hear these conversations about like surrounding that and even going back to like Boosie and his son and like how people yep. react to that, it's just like, are y'all kidding me? Like, no, sex can also be a very powerful and manipulative th- manipulative thing for young men as well. Yes. And to act like it's not, that that is very dangerous. And that's how we end up in a situation like this, where you have very different um, views of what happened, where August is sitting here about to cry his damn eyes out, and Jada over here like, Psh, I learned from it, and we yeah, good, right. and mm-hmm. I'm driving, and, and, like, and, and, and that's, not, that's not okay. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah, it was terrible. So, yeah. That was, yeah. it was really bad. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Dre. It, it, it was just crazy to me how me centered she was like how oh I grew so much like like one of the things I wrote down that she says is it's been a huge healing in my life because of what I had to confront and discover about myself the ugly and the beauty and I'm like and then when she was like I don't look at it as a transgression at all because I learned so much and I'm like I but I mean, you can learn from your transgressions. Exactly. Like, like you can't not call it what it is just yeah. because you have found a way to find fruitfulness from it. Mm-hmm. You know. And then I just think it's very. I don't, I just was kind of disturbed by how she was just like, "Yeah, I'm just such a, a better person as a result of this." And I'm like, "But is he?" Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. we started the conversation with how he came to you and he was very sick and very much so in need. Exactly. And then the end result is that you are so much better and you felt good because you ain't felt good in a long time. But but what happened to him in all of that? Exactly. Mm-hmm. She's trifling. Yeah, I was just, I was really surprised at the lack of accountability. Like, yes. I mean, at the end of the day, like, just call a spade a spade. You were wrong. And it's okay. Like, it's, like, it's not okay what you did. But people are people. We make mistakes. And, like, 
to just sit up here and act like what you did wasn't a mistake. Like, wow. And that's how I don't know how their marriage works. Cause it's just, I, do they just be like, oh, well, what did you learn from this? Like, you know what I mean? So my my thing that stood out the most was we ride together, mm. we die together. Mm. Bad marriage for life. I was like, this is why your kids the way they are. This is why you just life. you just said that. I just want to say you just set that up like you was about to preach. You was about to walk into a retirement. <laughs> I did. Okay. But I was just like, this is why Willow want to be polyamorous because she see mama out here with her cousin that was that was just best friends. I don't know. No, I'm not. Can you imagine that? That this this young boy has been walked up into your family and then you see you like, oh, mama at the red carpet with and then now you're watching her on live TV talking about she in an entanglement. And then she won't own or say that this was a mistake. This is something that I should not have done. I I basically pounced on this boy in his time of need. No, but I learned so much from this. You're just breeding confusion. And the, the response from social media has perturbed me. Because they're like, mm-hmm. yes, Jada, speak your truth. I'll be yeah. you, do you. And I'm just like, but she could have chose not to. Yeah, she could have chose not yeah. to. Cause, I, cause if the gender roles were changed, mm-hmm. people would be amping up part two of the Me Too movement. Absolutely, And I bet Jada would not be saying that if somebody did that to her son, or her daughter, or her daughter. Like, and it, it's disgusting. Like, honestly, it's disgusting. Like her just crass respond it was just kind of like she like i'm only here to address this because he said some so let's address it but basically it went really nothing what how careless are you yeah so i just want to be clear on how i so and and chime in if y'all feel differently to me i think the 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 transgression and where she went wrong was it it's very clear that her intention or her understanding was not communicated to August. And if it was communicated to August, granted, I get like I understand that we can't subtract away the fact that he was going through what he was going through and came to them for that specific purpose. So I am taking that into consideration. But I think if this was anybody else but August, and I, I think that's I think that's my biggest issue is that August was going through what he was going through. But if August was not going through what he was going through and he still was boohoo crying like he was before, I think the biggest issue is that what Jada's understanding of this relationship and what August's understanding of this relationship were very different. And she failed to communicate to August what the nature of their relationship was. To me. If y'all choose, if everybody is healthy, if everybody is on the same page as to what this is, and that's what y'all want to do, then that's on I like do what you gonna do. Like I have no judgment on that because I feel like if everybody is is healthy mentally and, and consenting adults, I cannot comment on that. I think my issue with it is that. One, August had a completely different understanding as to what's going on. He's clearly had mental issues and came to you for help with that. 
And then on top of that, it's clear that even if that were not the case, y'all had very different understandings as to what was going on in y'all's relationship. And I think you manipulated that as well. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, because she could have communicated Mm -hmm. to him properly. But because of the place that he was in and his desire for family, or like, well, I, don't, I don't know the man's desires, but I'm saying just because of the <laughs> mental place that he was in and the things that he was going through, he could have said yes to whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it could have yeah. been clearly yeah. communicated, but how he mm-hmm. processed and understood it could have resulted in something else, which we can see from this man crying. Yeah, yeah I think that- Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I think I think my biggest issue is part of what your biggest issue is, but not all of it. I think that I my biggest issue is not about how the relationship was communicated to him or not to him. My biggest issue is that this person came to you seeking help and yes you may have given that to him but then you also ended up in a relationship with him and crossing that line in like any setting is not okay because even if it was communicated to him what it is or even if it wasn't like this relationship does not have a normal baseline that it's starting with you automatically are coming in in a place of power and influence over this person in a way that's not fair or like Mm -hmm. ethical. And so I think that is what my issue is, is that he came to you for help and you ended up in bed with him. Like, yeah, I think, I think that's that's my my issue. issue. So I think I think Jada is wrong in two senses and would be wrong if either of those things were in isolation. So I think she's wrong because he can't like just what you said, like he came and there's a clear power dynamic uh, imbalance there. But I also think even if that was not the case, there was a miscommunication in terms of what the relationship was. And very, very frankly, there might not have been a miscommunication, but he misinterpreted it based off of where he is mentally. But just the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think both I, of, I think she was wrong in both of those scenarios and would be wrong if either one of those scenarios was not present. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think that based on my general notion of right and wrong, like what would I have chosen to not communicate or be in or go forth in a relationship with someone who may not have the capacity to understand exactly what I'm saying or that could misconstrue this relationship no but at the same time like that's everyday life like it's tons right. of like, women out right. here who think they in relationship with men right. exactly there's plenty of women out here who think they in relationship with men who slick don't even know their last name like <laughs> that's <laughs> a common thing so to me that part is not nearly as big a deal as the fact that he yeah. came to you for help and you ended up sleeping with him. Yeah, yeah, I just want to make it clear that we're not necessarily judging lifestyle choices. If that is what Will and Jada's understanding understanding of their relationship is, then that's their prerogative and they can do what they want to do. The problem comes in when Jada has predatory behavior that 
You know what I mean? She's going yeah. out, you know. I was going to say, I don't even think it's an issue of miscommunication. I think she manipulated him. She has a lot of tendencies that are very similar to a narcissist. And it was very evident in how she addressed the situation when she sat across from Will. No, you can't be someone who, like, when you see such a vast difference in responses from August to Jada, it can't be simply boiled down to miscommunication. She, especially when she says out of her own mouth, this young man came to me and my initial intent was I was trying to walk him through his pain and whatever. At some point, she recognized, oh, I could take advantage of this situation. And when you get into that manipulative state, it isn't it isn't a miscommunication or anything. It is, you know, the power you have over him and you're not using him. And she communicated in the interview. She used him for you to boil down this relationship to just an entanglement to the point that your own <laughs> husband is challenging you like, nah, it was more than that, Jada. She I mean, nah, that's she's a manipulative woman based on just even the words out of her mouth and the situation and how it's presented. And I, I mean, I can't say it was a, it was a just, Oh, I, I meant to say this. Cause she on the red carpet with this man. He going on family trips with y'all. You knew what you were doing. You knew what you were doing. I don't, I don't believe it was anything other than that. I mean, I can't, I can't say this, I this Drea. I can't say that I can <laughs> sum up her character as a person. Yeah. All I'm saying is, based on information that was presented to me, it appears as if someone came to her in a state that was not uh, in a vulnerable state, and she ended up in a romantic involvement with that person, and on its face, that is wrong, unethical, and manipulative. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and also, because I... And and I I won't go as far to call, as to call her a narcissist. I think she is um, definitely doing a lot of PR um, and protecting her image and brand there. Um, but and she specifically says somewhere in the interview that she sought to like she felt like helping other people was going to heal herself Mm -hmm. instead of doing the work on herself and she's constantly looking for projects uh by projects i mean people to fix and i you know i think will used to be a project and will probably is no longer a project given that he was what at one point i don't know if he still is but was one of the highest paid actors period so i mean you know what I mean? So she was probably building him up and getting, and he probably good and all that stuff. So now she ain't having fun no more. She ain't feeling needed. She ain't feeling whatever. And then here come August and it's like, oh, a project. Let me latch on or whatever. And she felt like, you know what I mean? She felt wanted. She felt needed. She felt all of these things. And I think that there are some things that she needs to work on within herself. That's not, I don't know if it's necessarily narcissism because I won't even say, I don't, Based off of what I'm hearing, again, I can't judge her either, but based off of what I heard, it didn't seem like she was going in with the intent to be only for self. It seemed like she was going in with the intent to help, but it just spiraled into that. Out. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I'll give you that. I still think she, yeah, she off. I, I think she <laughs> off, but I, 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 I don't know if yeah, she I think, narcissistic. I can't, yeah. I can't call her a narcissist, but I, I definitely think she, she's a tad bit off. And uh, she may need to look for a new counselor. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. <laughs> but so one of the things, 
one of the things that ran uh very um that was very prevalent when I'm seeing people talk about you know this situation what at you know they say that they were in a bad space they were about to be broken up and yada 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 which I don't really know if I buy but whatever they said it so I guess but I just <laughs> I feel like that's real convenient to say that y'all was broken up and then that's when August okay whatever but anyway uh because you ain't leaning into the whole like we got an open marriage and da, 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 da. you ain't leaning into that but whatever we'll let it slide so they were in a bad space and she ends up with August and then they say after you know they uh, got through that bad space that they've just come into this, um, you know, this space of just this unconditional love for one another. And I really just want to explore that. <laughs> so, and people were really praising Will and Jada for having this unconditional love. And, you know, I just want to dive into that a little bit. So... Based off of that, I I have gleaned what I feel like the popular definition of unconditional love is, but I wanted to get y'all's perspective. What do y'all think that when people say unconditional love that they mean? And then we'll talk about what y'all feel like it is. <sighs> I, um, like well, I, I think... I wrote down the line that Will said on the thing that I think sums up what is the answer to your question as far as how, I guess, they perceive unconditional love to be. He said, to be able to make mistakes without the fear of losing your family is so critical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's what they think. Like... <laughs> You you can do absolutely anything, yeah. and that's just you working through being you. But you don't have any fear of losing your family because your family loves you unconditionally, including your spouse. Which means that they're they're never gonna leave, and they're never gonna like they're always gonna be there regardless of whatever it is that you do to work through your truth and where you are. Yeah, I think it plays into that whole notion of, and it usually is pointing to women, which is an interesting dynamic that Jada is the one that's doing all this, but that whole ride or die concept, like that meme I sent you, that woman talking about she was with dude for 14 years and literally what I thought about three baby mamas and was like unemployed for 13 years and then he treated her like trash, but she got the ring at the end. And it's the same thing that people were praising. Is it Keisha Kaor is that Gucci man's mm-hmm. wife now how she endured all this crap but at the end she got the ring she got this wonderful wedding she got you know she got all the ring. yeah yeah she was she she it was worth all the crap that she went through for these things this relationship this commitment or whatever and I think that's the notion that a lot of people have when it comes to the popular thought of unconditional is yeah like Drea said you could do whatever the hell you want I'm gonna still be here and I'll, I'll take your crap because I love you and yeah yeah I agree Kika and then from that perspective it also seems like that unconditional love is one-sided a lot of the yeah. time which is interesting in this uh, situation. It's, yeah. There's some differences. 
But it's just like, yeah, the woman rides it out. You know, hey, you, hey, dang, you got another woman pregnant. It's cool. Uh, you cheating again. Five more years. Okay. Oh, dang. Like, it's, it's just this continuing of just accepting whatever in hopes of one day being able to marry this person that has shown you that their character is inherently flawed um, to get a <laughs> ring or a Rolls Royce or, you know, whatever that desire of their heart may be. But I, I definitely think it is cultural and a little, little uh, traumatic and dysfunctional. Not a little, sis. It's a lot. I definitely think that it's cultural and I'm not going to say that for those specific people, it did not work out the way that they hoped. Perhaps, yep. you know, Keisha Kayor might be out there living her best life and Gucci is the best husband in the world to this woman. Mm-hmm. But I just think that it is important to notate that that is about 1%. <laughs> of how these situations usually turn out. Like, yeah, you could be in the 1% that ends up a Keisha K word and you end up riding around with Rolls Royces together. But there's about a 99% chance that you're not going to end up being Keisha K word. Like yeah. there's a 99% chance that you're not going to end up riding off into the sunset. And so I think that is important to factor in whether that is a risk that you are willing to take. Yeah. Good point, Julia. Yeah, absolutely. Because I was going to say, even with, like, I I think it's hard when you draw parallels to celebrities in Mm -hmm. terms of, like, a Keisha Kayor or a Will and Jada or, you know, things like, because at the end of the day, um, they have a lot to lose if they like Keisha yeah. Kaor had like if she walked away from Gucci, like all of the the time and effort that she's invested in that man and in that relationship, she walks away with virtually nothing. Yeah, because she. Why not? Why not? I mean, do you mean from a financial standpoint? I mean, from, yeah. No, because when Gucci went, when Gucci got locked up, she built her entire, like, workout brand that that is what elevated their income to where when he came out, they live in the life that they live in now. Right, but why was she able to, why was she able to do that? Because she was attached to Gucci, right? So, and, and, and. And I'm saying, but I'm saying all, even if she walked away now, she still has built something. No, 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 she no. Ain't I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about now. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about when you were laying the foundation to get there oh, because okay, we were okay, talking okay. about the ring and 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 working and, and putting up with all this shit and hoping that you get a ring and hoping that you get married and all this stuff. So the only reason Keisha K.R. is even a topic of conversation is because she was attached to Gucci. And if she walked away from Gucci because Gucci is doing whatever it is that, she, that he's doing and she don't want to put up with it, then she leaves a lot on the table. You know what I mean? So I think it's, it's very difficult when you are 
because they have other considerations that run through their minds in terms of what they're willing to put up with that quite frankly they might not even necessarily be looking at it from a relationship standpoint and more of just a money move like yeah. you know what i mean like if i leave this man like what am i leaving on the table but for ordinary regular niggas I mean, but like, even ordinary people can look at it on that level. Just because I may not get Gucci money out of you, if I don't, if I come from absolutely nothing and you elevate me to a little bit of something, then that's the equivalent of Keisha K. Yeah, one for me and where yeah. I'm at in my life. That's, yeah, that's, that's fair. True. Trailer park that's better fair. than homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, that's good. No, that's fair. That's fair. But I think so. Yeah. I, so in, in, in subtracting out the financial aspect in regards to love and making decisions, like making um, smart decisions when it comes to love and staying in relationships because it just makes sense financially or whatever, like what does, like if we could take all of that off the table and I don't have to sit here and think about if I leave, what am I, how am I going to eat? What does unconditional love actually mean to you? I don't. I don't think that's a thing. Um, unconditional love to me means Jesus and God. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> they can love but, me unconditionally. Absolutely, but even they require conditions. Technically, I mean, God says, "If you love me, you obey my commands." That's a condition. But it. But, but that's it, if you love me, you obey my commands. Gotcha. The love is still. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's true. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that that exists in an earthly form either. And I mean, and I think that we 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 are supposed to love our our spouse, you know, as Christ loved the church. So I think we should aspire to unconditional love. But what that looks like for me as a person, I can't define that for you because I can't say that. I mean. Yeah, no. Jesus bore the sin of humanity. I, I mean, I, I can't say I'm willing to be nailed up on the cross for you to that extent. You know what I mean? I yeah. and I, I mean, and I ride, but yeah, you a rider? Yeah, Dre's a rider, boy. I don't know. I mean, but but again, I'm human and I have human limitations. But you know, Jesus was human too. I don't know, girl. I ain't got no answer. I well, say- I haven't. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, okay, um, not into specifics, but in the general, like if we're talking biblically, so you love your, your neighbor, you love God and you love your neighbor as yourself. And so I think if you come with that heart posture of first, I'm loving God with everything that I can. And then I'm loving this person as I would love myself. I think then out of that place, your actions will respect and honor and, you know, be uh, uh, healthy and positive towards this individual that you're in a relationship with because you're striving to give of your best self. You're striving to honor them in the way that God has called you to. So therefore you will produce fruit that is doing things like being faithful, not speaking down on them, um, um, you know, not, you know, just treating them right. Now, I don't know what that looks like specifically, but I think if we just take it out of that context, speaking mm-hmm. as a Christian solely, if you take it out of that context, then you're going to produce something that I would say is as close to unconditional love as we can have as human beings. 
And that 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 gives me a question. So does unconditional love then mean that you have to continue in romantic relationship with this That's person? where I no. was going to say. That's what no. I was going to say. So for me, unconditional, I can love you unconditionally, yeah. which means that I can do like you can do. Yes, you could have cheated on me. You could have cheated on me multiple times. You could cheat with me on me with 50 different women, whatever the case may be. Unconditional. That don't mean I have to stay in marriage with you. Well, that don't mean that I have to. Yep, you know what I mean? I can still love you. Yeah. As you, yeah. Regardless of the transgressions that you have, ca- like that you have done to me, but that does not mean that I have to continue to be married to you. Yes. you can do and and what, what? Well, there are certain boundaries where it's like I, I, I even feel like even if you've cut communication off with somebody, that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't love that person. Right. I don't have to be in communication with you to love you. Quite frankly, maybe me not being in communication is the best way for me to love you. Because if I'm in communication with you, I might cut your ass out and it might not be (laughs) beneficial for us to be talking to each other. And this is the best way that I can love you. So I just I think I think getting away from that love doesn't always mean that I have to continue in romantic relationship friendship whatever it is with you i can love you unconditionally meaning that there are no conditions attached to my love but there are conditions attached to certain relationships that you have uh-huh. with me. that that marriage mm-hmm. is one of them uh-huh yeah, yes absolutely because because like the quote that will said to be able to make mistakes without fear of losing your family is so critical is totally contrary even I mean and I'm not saying he was speaking from a godly sense because I don't know the man but even sin comes with consequences Mm -hmm. consequences don't mean that God doesn't love you anymore it just means that this is the fruit that you are bearing from the seeds that you sowed Mm -hmm. and so one of what you your harvest may be that we ain't in relationship no more but that don't mean that I don't love you Yep. And so I mean that's that, off. that that quote disturbed me because I'm like right, right. you should and have no that fear. Might be the, that might be the best way to look if if we are in relationship and you are repeatedly cheating on me, obviously it's something in me, or well, it ain't obvious, but maybe there is something in me that's not fulfilling whatever need it is in you that mm you have so me loving you is releasing you to go find whatever that is that you can get it satisfied because clearly it ain't me you know what i'm saying like and and that's that's a very uh basic understanding of cheating i do understand that but you get what i'm saying like obviously you're not fully 100 satisfied with me so me releasing you to go figure that out might be the best way to love you and i think that that's like separating relationships from love I think is important like I think relationships absolutely have conditions yes Mm -hmm. love doesn't necessarily have to have a condition Mm -hmm. that's good yeah and then when she when I said bad marriage for life I was like this is because you allow anything and everything in your marriage that's why it's bad and you guys are committing 
to that commitment of allowing whatever as a learning opportunity. And I believe in giving people learning opportunities, opportunities, but that it's, you have to have accountability in a marriage. And I, I believe there are different forms of accountability. So, you know, if you have an open marriage, I don't know, maybe how many people you, you sleep with and how many people are allotted this month. I don't, I don't know the limits. <laughs> Not allotted. <laughs> I don't know the limits of, of, you know, open marriages, but it's like you're committing to a bad marriage. And I think one of the, well, I, I think there are many reasons why it's probably bad, but one of them is being anything is acceptable and I'm going to be right here. Me and your family yeah. going to be right here. And them, them niggas look like besties to me. They ain't look like husband and wife. I'm going to just say that. They look like they friends. Well, you know, like, that's what I, I just... said. They're not husband and wife no more. They're life partners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds well, like a terrible relationship to just lock yourself into, but hey, too strong. Everybody got a choice. I mean, if it worked for them, you know. Um, so one thing that I wanted, so, I mean, we've been everywhere, but one thing that I wanted to end on and ask, um, was, do you guys think that there's such thing as over communicating in a relationship? Because that was another common thing that I saw was that, that people just appreciated the transparency and openness and communication that was going on between Will and Jada, basically meaning that they assumed that Will knew, which I'm pre, I'm not sure that he confirmed that he knew, um, at the time that it was actually happening. But um, yeah, they appreciated that transparency between them. So what do y'all think? <sighs> Not that specifically, because I'm hoping that y'all ain't cheated and then you able to go tell your husband. <laughs> like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm you know. <laughs> but just in general, over communication. Do do we yes, think it's a thing? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely think it's a thing. Only a fool speaks his whole whole heart is what I was saying. Yeah, come on, scripture. Sound like scripture. Sound real biblical. We're in on that though. Uh, yeah, I think but that you, there's not everything got to be not everything got to be said. There's wisdom. there's wisdom. I agree. And then I think that even if your spouse is an accountability and your spouse should be an accountability point mm-hmm. for you there are certain things that i mean truly you have other friends like <laughs> there like there i think that there are certain things that if that could potentially be more detrimental to your relationship mm-hmm. than beneficial for you to have your spouse be the sounding board for this specific thing. That doesn't mean that your spouse doesn't know that maybe you're struggling with a certain thing, but for them to be the sounding board as you work through this, that might not be the healthiest thing. Yeah. That sounds like wisdom to me, sis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to, you know, because these things, I was just like scrolling. I'm just like, I just... mm. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know you know i don't know but uh yeah any uh final thoughts that y'all have before we close on out mm-hmm. I, I have one final thought go for it which you don't have to go be a whole tangent but i did just want to make the point that they math don't add up yeah. I, oh, oh my god like jada said 
He first came around, like first showed up four and a half years ago. And he <laughs> said they was together for years, plural. And she said they ain't talked in years, plural. So let's just say he get two years and she get two years. That mean homie wasn't but a friend for six months before they was in a relationship. I'm just saying, these numbers ain't adding up. Like, I think he was more than a friend way sooner rather than later based on the numbers that they've been throwing around. Got to be. Got to be. And I'm even like, if it happened four and a half years ago, y'all had to at least been, because you're saying that after you communicated to him that you and Will was going to be together for, you know, y'all was going to work it out and then he cut communication off with you. That nigga was on Red Table Talk two years ago. Uh So y'all at least had to be talking or communicating or knocking boots for two years at least. Because he was answering the call two years ago. Because she said that he came around, like he first came around four and a half years ago. Yeah, nah. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah so you literally yeah and if y'all were yes like you said he's saying y'all was in a relationship they probably just ended yesterday that's why he they weren't together that long or the relationship ended a lot sooner than they making it seem or he Sis, or he was never really a friend first and he was they was immediately in a relationship or something but the numbers just ain't adding up for the, the time of the, time of the yeah. years that been passed it just don't add it, up it was an entanglement not a relationship sis no she later said yeah relationship mm-hmm. and then did you catch the part when Will was like I'm gonna get you back mm-hmm. and then she was like well I think y'all already got me back the whole the whole situation just literally makes me cringe. Like, what the hell are y'all doing? Like, really? That just sounds miserable. As a person who just don't really like giving too much energy towards unnecessary things, that just sounds miserable. They like it. That has to go oh, find that happiness. Nah, bro. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. That's happy. They happy. Will did not look at the other people at the expense of other Yes, at the expense of August and and other victims that they yes, I agree. But but Will to me Will looked annoyed, and I think both of them were annoyed. And quite frankly, she's probably annoyed with Will because Will has also encouraged her to to get back out and do more things and be more visible and do all this shit. So she done started this red table talk, and now <laughs> that this nigga to come out and is blasting y'all on Angela Yee and shit. Now you gotta come on your red table talk because ain't no way you gonna continue the red table and you up here talking about everybody else's whatever issues they got going on and you ain't talking about your shit <laughs> so you got to talk about it and then Will probably pissed because he pissed because he done told Jada to come back out her little shell and Jada pissed at Will because Will done told her to come back I told your ass that I didn't want to do this shit and he mad because you didn't get this nigga to sign the NDA and she's like yeah. I didn't get him to sign the NDA he didn't care about it he just want to go out and blab and whatever I don't know but I <laughs> Both of them look like they were just annoyed at the fact that they had, because you know they don't talk, they don't say shit. And if it wasn't for this damn red table talk, they wouldn't have said shit. Yeah, they wouldn't have addressed it. 
So quite frankly, Will looked pissed. And they probably ain't talking to each other because Will blaming Jada because they had to talk about it. Jada blaming Will because the whole reason we had to talk about it because you pulled me out here. You told me to come out. You was putting me on your little Instagram stories and shit. I did. I was fine. I love how you created an entire narrative that I'm I'm right. Right. I was like, she done made a whole story for these it's, people. It's, it's, <laughs> so, it's so plausible in her head. Like it makes 100% sense. That's so as, as private as a nigga, that's what they mad at. They mad because they had to talk about it. They had to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm, well, I'm just glad I'm not them. Bless God. I'll be praying for them, though. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for this week. As we said at the top of the episode, next week will be different. We will be coming to you twice next week and from here on out. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.